From somewhere in Northeast Indiana, Mike Davidson lives. And now your host of the podcast, Mike Davidson. I have no idea what happened uh, last episode. And the levels looked okay, everything seemed okay, then I went to mix, and a lot of distortion. I'll, I'll just say that was uh, like a garage rock recording. Oh yes, Mr. Rob Roop, thank you very much. It's me, Mike. Mike Davidson lives is the name of the podcast. Last one, I believe. Looking like it for uh, 2023. So we bid adieu to... Uh, this old ball sack of a year, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, this podcast <laughs> sounds a lot better uh, than the previous effort. I w- what's weird is like the levels are the same as they always are, and I've done a better ch- uh, job of chasing the kids out of here, making sure they're not messing with daddy's equipment and everything. But last last episode just like just sounded really hot. Some play t- uh, points in the podcast a little staticky. Apologize for that. Uh, the levels have not changed really all that much at all here in the studio and i'm looking at them right now in real time and uh they're pretty low i I, yeah and it's recording don't know what don't know what it was we'll just uh we'll just blame it on martians or sunspots or whatever but uh quick r.i.p you know this is an unfortunate one because usually in the last week of 2023 or any uh of the previous years you know last week of a year if somebody passes away, they miss the uh, in memoriams uh, where they, you know, pay homage to those who are no longer with us, especially in the realm of pop culture. This guy, kind of a big deal. Uh, Tom Smothers, uh, unfortunately, had cancer not too long ago. Uh, passed away at the age of 86. That's a nice long run, though, 86. His brother uh, uh, sent out, a, a, sent out a, a press release saying how much he missed him and how like they, they spent every waking moment with each other. I mean, they were they were close. They were brothers for crying out loud. But uh, Dick and Tom did uh, the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour uh, for about uh, three seasons on CBS. Countercultural, uh, and of course, the censors were just driven nuts by this thing. Uh, in fact, the show got canceled because they forgot to. Um, well, I don't know if they forgot to, but they didn't submit an episode in time to standards and practices, and uh, that. Pissed CBS off for some odd reason, and so they canceled it. Uh, but some of the writers for that show included Rob Reiner, who went on to be a pretty good director. And as far as politics goes, I mean, you know, he was a pretty good director. Uh, Steve Martin, uh, who is a comedic influence of mine, um, and a, a whole host of others. George Carlin, I believe. I think George. No, no, that was laughing. I'm sorry. Uh, but the. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting uh, I'm getting all my comedy uh, late '60s, early '70s comedy shows mixed up. But uh, Tom Smothers, definitely an influence. Uh, no longer with us, dead at the age of 86. Okay, uh, he is gone, but life goes on. Uh, the world has gotten bigger in terms of people. You might think that's cool. You might think that's scary. Uh, but uh, when we ring in the 2024 here, we'll be north of eight billion with a B people. According to the numbers I'm looking at right now, uh, America will be just a shade under 336 million people, uh, growing like about a million at least in the past year. I'd have to go back and look at the numbers. But uh, uh, from what I understand, uh, two people die every second on this planet and four are born. I guess is what uh, uh, the numbers and how they break it down. So a lot more people are coming into the world than are going. 
But it really depends on uh, how often people are getting busy at uh, what points of the world, right? Um, but uh, there's a lot going on wrapping up the new year, aside from uh, population swelling, like Powerball swelling. Uh, the final Powerball drawing, I believe, is, for 2023 is Saturday. And the uh, number jackpot is $760 million. I am more interested in uh, uh, those six balls than I am that big one that's hanging over in New York City. Um, I might go out and buy a Powerball ticket just for the hell of it. Uh, but, again, I have said this before. This is something I gleaned from Bill Murray. He did an interview once about what it's like to be rich and famous. And he goes, yeah, I, I don't mind rich. Fame, uh, not so much. Money, I, I, I like money. Um, and that's that's kind of where I'm at. A lot of the people that win excessive amounts of money, uh, they're new rich. They don't know how to handle it because they get all this money all at once. And, of course, they have to be seen. Um if I was to win this, and I'm destined not to win it because this is what I would plan to do with it, I would be more reclusive than Howard Hughes. Uh, but that's just me. I wouldn't be going out buying the flashiest cars in the in biggest houses in the flashiest uh, neighborhoods. I would be hiding. I would be. Uh, I would probably do be doing a lot more traveling. I would be incognito if I could help it. Um, but I think uh, last two big pot uh, Powerball jackpot winners have been out in california and i know of at least one of them decided to buy a home in los angeles because uh he wants to spend more on taxes than anything so yeah somebody somebody possibly from california is going to win this jackpot and you know just do all sorts of stupid inappropriate things with his money by the way uh just a reminder uh speaking of inappropriate and again this is one of those holiday themed newscasts that uh, depending on the holiday makes the rounds every year right like uh don't deep fry your turkey inside your kitchen on thanksgiving uh don't throw away your christmas tree with the lights if you're recycling or whatever new year's eve please do not shoot your guns up into the sky and everybody does it well not everybody but it's 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 not confined to one particular group of people uh, it's just anybody who likes uh, hearing things go boom. So keep in mind when you shoot that gun up in the air, the bullet that goes up must come down and it will come down at a high rate of speed. Um, so I guess the ball drop is a little safer than a bullet. Uh, by the way, just to be seen, going back with the Powerball thing, people will spend money just to be seen uh, down at Times Square and an obscene amount of money. I think the Marriott down that away uh, for a couple to spend New Year's Eve in that hotel twelve thousand five hundred dollars for one night. That's insane. But that's not the only place Times Square where you can uh, spend a lot of money legally to enjoy yourself. If you get my meaning, uh, I think. Uh, God damn, I. Olive Garden is charging like 450 bucks for uh, a New Year's Eve celebration on Times Square. Uh, Applebee's, $800. Imagine dropping $800 at Applebee's uh, before slamming any Apple Rita. That's what they're charging. Uh, just to be seen, again, at that damn uh, confetti fest that's going to be taking place Sunday night into Monday morning. 
it might be better just to hang out at a buddy's house and uh, pass out on their couch. By the way, Las Vegas uh, for Sunday, uh, they might set a record in terms of uh, shotgun wedding. Well, not shotgun weddings, but uh, Vegas-style weddings because uh, December 31st, 2023, 12-31-23, 1-2-3, 1-2-3. Some people might think that's lucky. I'm going to say this. If you're getting married in Vegas, your luck is pretty much run out before you say I do. A lot of Vegas weddings don't really um, pan out. So, uh, yeah, you might as well just marry uh, somebody that you can get a quickie divorce with just to say you did it. Uh, okay, and also, um, college bowls this weekend, uh, the, the two games that will determine who go all, uh, goes on to the national championship the following week. Alabama, fourth seed, the favorite over uh, Michigan, number one seed, by only like about a point and a half. And Texas, the three seed, is uh, the favorite in that game. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, against Washington. Can, can I say this? Um, because, again, Alabama beat Georgia to get in, and a lot of people are upset that Florida State didn't get it. But, yeah, because Florida State's undefeated. But if Alabama beats Michigan, that'll be the second straight game where they've beaten a number one seed, right? And Texas... And if Georgia had beaten Alabama, you know, Georgia would be in, obviously. But then the ire would be directed at Texas for being in there, for having, like, one loss. What if Texas, you know, beats Washington? You'll have these two teams that have uh, a one loss apiece. And they're both favorites. Like, a lot of these uh, picks I'm seeing. This is all hypothetical. One loss teams that could each face off again in the championship. They faced off earlier this season with Texas beating Alabama. But wouldn't that pretty much cement their status as uh, deserving to be in that game? I mean, I get the the frustration for Seminole fans out there, but uh, that's a big reason why they're expanding the playoff picture for next year. Big reason. I'm just glad that we don't have the press uh, voting for uh, the number one team like they used to. You you know, you actually have teams playing for the championship and uh, Alabama and Texas again uh, two questionable teams are uh, the favorites this weekend crazy uh, by the way a little uh, did you know for the post holiday people out there that uh, return fees you could be charged for a return fee by various stores like Kohl's H&M and all that I saw the story. I was like, well, how is that possible? If you get a sweater you don't want or the wrong gift, you should be able to go back in store and exchange it, right? No, this is for the mail. And I guess uh, uh, recent years, some stores suspended uh, the uh, the return fees. Because, you know, if, if you send it out, you know, expecting money, uh, somebody's got to pay for that thing to go out. And it's not going to be the store. So that makes sense to me. But I think they kind of did that, too, during those uh, uncertain times we were living in where uh, we were afraid of germs and we decided to, you know, buy a shitload of things to make ourselves feel better. That does make sense. Uh, you can't expect expect the store to take everything for that. I was, I was just, it was one of the stories, it, it was poorly worded uh, when, when I was reading it. I, and I linked it up just kind of a, you know, 
not necessarily the same thing as don't fire guns in the air for New Year's Eve, but it's just one of those things that, may, hey, if you are exchanging a gift uh, or returning a gift that you didn't want or got the wrong one of, that's just something to keep in mind. Of course, it's always best to return it at the store with the receipt. Okay, down in Indy, they're building another stadium. Uh, because, you know, the, the Colts have the big one. Uh, you know, the Pacers have their... Uh, their field house, uh, victory field for the uh, Indianapolis Indians AAA team. Uh, they got a soccer team down there for some odd reason, the Indy 11, and uh, they ha- they briefly halted construction of the stadium because they found human mar- remains uh, in this thing. Now, it's not the work of a serial killer. I guess uh, at one point, there, what was the name of the cemetery? Greenlawn Cemetery. There used to it used to be a thing uh, in Indianapolis about uh, a long time ago, and they closed down the cemetery, moved a lot of the remains to other cemeteries. Uh, but there was uh, what they called the colored section uh, for the for the African American community. Not all of those bodies were moved, and this is kind of sad. Uh, they built warehouses over those remains, like they built. Warehouses over people were, were this isn't like okay, you know, hundreds of years go by and you, you built mistakenly on an Indian burial ground, you just didn't know it. This was okay, people at rest, and, and then they said, okay, we're closing the cemetery, you go ahead and uh, build that tire warehouse or something. I don't know, that's what they did, and so now they're rema- uh, recovering some of these remains. Uh, that they have found at the construction site. And it leads me to wonder, could this soccer stadium, when it's open, be haunted? It's a distinct possibility. You know, something's got to occupy a soccer stadium. I mean, do you really think a lot of people go to soccer games here in Indiana? Doesn't happen. Okay, LeBron James, uh, in his quest to uh, uh, surpass Michael Jordan, um... I got some thoughts about this, but he he tweeted out something the other day. He was like, how come it's okay for coaches to get inducted into the Hall of Fame if they're actively coaching and not players? And he had a little monocle emoticon just to show how how much class and thought he put into this. He didn't name any player in particular. Uh, Yeah, I'm wondering what active player right now is deserving about of being in the uh, the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame. I just, uh, it's a mystery, right? Who who could LeBron James be uh, referencing here? God, this guy is just such a narcissist. If he wants to get in the Hall of Fame, I think that the, the standard rule is it's like baseball. You have to be like five years retired. So LeBron, you get all these records and these championships. If you're desperate to get in as soon as possible, maybe just retire. Uh, but I think I think you know he puts that bug into people's ears, thinking, well, you know, if if anybody's deserving of it, it's me. And let's just say, hypo- this is a big rule change, so I don't think it's going to happen. But if they decided to change it tomorrow, they would induct him, and that's one thing he could say he has over Michael Jordan. That and that stupid in-season tourney banner that uh, looks ridiculously small compared to every other banner that the Los Angeles Lakers have. This is just, it, this is sad that he tweets this. Um, he is a Hall of Famer. He'll get in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he is one, he's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But it, it reminds me, again, of the, the hustler, 
Paul Newman. If you remember the beginning of the movie where, you know, he beats Minnesota Fats in a couple of games and he keeps going and going, gets drunker and drunker, gets sloppier and sloppier, and he just can't let go, and Minnesota Fats walks out, you know, after winning all of his money back and beating uh, Paul Newman's character just because he knew how to handle himself better. Like, LeBron James just doesn't know how to, when to stop. I mean, yeah, he's in pretty good shape now, and he puts up good numbers, but uh, how much is enough... What is this guy going to do when he gets too old to play the game? And it's going to happen. Uh, can he really let go? And I just, he's hes just chasing the specter of trying to be better than Michael Jordan. He has all these stats, but he doesn't have all the championships Jordan has. He's never going to three-peat twice like Jordan did. Um, this is just kind of him trying to cement his legacy. If he didn't talk about his legacy so damn much, I think a lot of people would be more willing to accept LeBron as one of the greats. But whenever he opens his mouth, it's just like, oh my God, here we go again. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, um, interesting story out of Yellowstone involving somebody who lives out in California, Pierce Brosnan. I think Pierce Brosnan had his house broken into out in California not too long ago, but uh, the former James Bond... I guess last month um, he got caught going uh, in, in a thermal zone, you know, like the geysers, pretty dangerous stuff. He got caught, he's been sighted, uh, and he's going to have to pay a fine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not smart, but I'm going to give him credit for one thing. He didn't decide to go up and pet a bison because a lot, a lot of people uh, who live out in California, the Yellowstone, always say to themselves, you know what, I'm going to go touch a buffalo What's the worst that can happen? Well, plenty can happen. Um, and we've all seen the viral videos. But, uh, yeah, that's a big no-no. Stay away from the steaming hot rocks and water volcanoes there, uh, uh, James Bond. Tommy Dorfman. Do you know who this is? I had to look up this person. Uh, uh, this person was an actor on 13 Reasons Why on Netflix. That would explain it. Never watched the show. Actually, uh, I take that back. My wife watched the show. She got halfway through the first season and couldn't stand it because all the kids swore too damn much. They would swear at each other in class. They would swear at the teacher. And it's just like, there's no way in hell a public school teacher is going to take that much lip um, uh, from a student. At least when back in my day, uh, 30 or 25 years ago, not quite 30. Um, but they they would just swear at each other and talk about sex nonstop. Um, you know, not it, every now and again it'd be nice to hear a teenager just ask for a piece of gum. You, you know what I mean? Just I don't think as uh, hormonally imbalanced as teenagers are, yeah, that they don't talk about as sex as much as they did on Thirteen Reasons Why. Anyway, Tommy Dorfman transgendered. Um, this is like three days before Christmas out at LaGuardia in New York. Shot a viral video of Delta employees misgendering Tommy. And Tommy making a big deal about it. And uh, I, I don't know, because it's only like a 30 second clip. And um, so Tommy's giving the uh, the guy behind the counter uh, at Delta flack and... The guy said, hey, look, I don't appreciate the condescension pretty much. And if you want, I can get somebody from the Port Authority to come here and escort you out if you want to continue this. 
Like, he didn't swear out, cuss out Tommy or anything like that. No, um, but just said, look, my mistake, I'm doing my, basically, it's kind of what I'm doing my job. And Tommy Dorfman posts this on, uh, was it Twitter, Instagram, something, about how this was a big red flag about a human rights violation. You got misgendered at a Delta Airlines counter, and that's a human rights violation. Yeah, okay. This seems a little melodramatic, and that alone, when, when you're calling, when you're calling a bad experience getting airline tickets a human rights violation, I'm going to, I, I tend not to believe you, and if you're posting stuff like this on social media, you're a clown. I don't know anything else about Tommy Dorfman, um, but this this doesn't this doesn't make me feel very sympathetic at all about this situation like at all it's it's another uh karen wants to speak to the manager manager situation and there's nothing really about this employee that uh gives me any sense of hostility i mean like like um yeah it's just this employee's trying to do his job the best he can in the world's busiest airport get a clue okay so um the uh, top, the 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 ballot thing out in Colorado. I made mention about this earlier. How Donald Trump was taken off the ballot uh, due to the Colorado Supreme Court for an insurrection clause, which seems weird because the insurrection or uh, what's alleged to be the insurrection didn't happen in Colorado. It's, it's not a it's a federal thing, not a state thing. And Trump has never has never been charged formally for insurrection. Well, he's back on the ballot. However. I think as the Secretary of State, somebody, uh, some higher up in Maine has taken Trump's name off the ballot. I'm wondering how long that's going to last. Uh, this is basically a delightful game of uh, on and off again for Donald Trump when it comes to the ballots. If he hasn't been convicted of anything, don't take his name off of it. Again, Colorado went blue in 2020. I'm having a hard time believing Maine will go for Trump. So you might as well just leave his name on the ballot if he wins the nomination. All this is is a passion play. All this is is virtue signaling, showing, oh, how much, you, uh, how much you're much you a better person because you don't like the dude. Well, that's not up to you. That's up to the voter. That's how it should be. By the way, um, you should not be doing your own research, according to news media. Yeah, uh, let me let me find this number real quick. I, I got a whole list of crap here, um, but uh, this was in Forbes. I saw this uh, following a series of experiments. A team of U.S. researchers found that study participants were consistently 19% more likely to believe fake news after they had performed an online search to figure out the truth. So if you, yeah. So if uh, you have questions about something and you want to go uh, a deep dive and you go find some resources, uh, you're, you're spreading misinformation, you're a danger to democracy, you're a danger to public health, especially in, uh, with, with COVID and all this other crap, um, which I find to be a load of crap. I mean, they, they talk about how, like, if you have questions about, you know, global warming, the environment and you go and research stuff 
uh, that you could be a, a, a detriment to the environment. But how many times have we seen uh, newscasters talk about projections about, well, you know, in 10, 15, 20 years, we'll be this warm. Well, you know, the, sea, the seas will rise 10 feet or whatever. 5, 10, 15, 20 years go by and nothing has happened. You know, maybe there's a change in uh, the temperature, but that to me seems like fake news because you're saying something's going to happen and it doesn't. And if you guys didn't do these projections in the media, maybe people would be less inclined to go and find their truth. God, I sound like Oprah doing that. Um, but I mean, you know, even with COVID, uh, you know, you had researchers, uh, uh, you know, actual researchers, quote unquote researchers, experts talking about how uh, they didn't they didn't realize that uh, shutting down everything would be bad for the economy and the education system. These are experts who didn't think things through. We're supposed to blindly trust them. We're supposed to blindly trust media. And yet it our economy was struggling. And, you know, I, I still don't think we've truly recovered from that. I mean, the workforce has been sporadic in terms of trying to keep uh, quality people hired, looking for quality people to get hired. And education numbers across the country took a tremendous shit because, well, e-distance learning. No hands-on learning. It's that, that This is why people do their own research because uh, the guardians of truth don't know how to get at the truth and don't question things themselves. I have no problem with people questioning things. It doesn't mean I have to agree with them. It doesn't mean all the research is right. But not everybody should have control of information. That was the whole point of having the Gutenberg Press, was to get the Bible out of the hands of the experts. Let people come to their own conclusions. Sometimes I think we're going back to that only with, you know, a different thing. Not necessarily religion, but other people that like power. Um, now, kind of keeping on in this, like I said, doing your own research is fine, but sometimes the conclusions you get to are bad. And yes, the press isn't all that great either. You would think, at least me, because I remember this clearly going back 22 years ago, how horrible 9-11 was. How 3,000 people lost their lives because of 20-plus uh, Al-Qaeda operatives hijacking planes, slamming them into the Pentagon, slamming them into the Twin Towers, and if it wasn't for uh, uh, the passengers on, was it Flight 93? And I'm sorry if I'm forgetting this, it's late. Uh, but, you know, they, they crashed the plane in Pennsylvania. Who knows where that plane was destined for? New study, um, again, take it with a grain of salt, daily.com, dailymail.com. One in five young Americans have a positive view of Al-Qaeda founder and 9-11 mastermind. Osama bin Laden. That's 20%. The alarming survey also found 3 in 10 Gen Z voters believe the views of the anti-Semitic terrorist leader who slaughtered thousands of innocent people were a force of good. Back in October, 1 in 10 voters under the age of 30 had a positive view of Hamas. Despite the group's murderous attacks 
on Israel that resulted in more than 1,300 dead. Yeah. Now, this is a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B, because there is anti-Semitism out on the internet. True. But you get, you really don't hear much about what happened October 7th. You hear more about what's going on now in Palestine, even though Palestinian government is being run by Hamas. Hamas attacked Israel first. Um, this is concerning to me. That is misinformation. Um, that uh, Osama bin Laden is viewed favorably. Hamas is viewed favorably. Where are they getting this? these ideals? That, to me, is more scary than, you know, your aunt saying something crazy at the Thanksgiving dinner table. But that's what we're contending with now. So, this, the research thing doesn't bother me because, well, I can always counter it with my own research. But this is not, this is not happening in a vacuum. And it's not just happening because somebody went to a website. That's, that's a pretty big cultural thing right there. All right, I'm going to wrap this up here with um, with this story out of uh, Ohio. Wayne State University is being sued um, by a 44-year-old man who has hypertension, who has diabetes, who is 400-plus pounds. He is uh, very uh, overweight, very obese. He's uh, suing for discrimination, and you're wondering, well, what's he being discriminated against? They will not allow him to complete his certification. And he is trying to complete his education so that he can be a gym teacher. This guy wants your kids to be healthy. This guy. Uh, he can't participate in physical activities himself. He says he could be a good uh, gym teacher from afar. Oh, like, like a supervisor. Okay, yeah, um... Maybe he should make a few New Year's resolutions before he can, tries to complete that certification. Now, let's have another frivolous lawsuit. This is why things are so messed up. There's just no common sense. All right, well, with that said, hey, uh, try to enjoy the rest of your year. Uh, happy 2024. Enjoy the new year coming up. And until next time, uh, stay fresh. You've been time. listening to Mike Davidson Live. Be sure to check him out on social media. Like him at facebook.com backslash mdavidsonlives. Follow him on Twitter. Look for at davidsonlives.